You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody, welcome to another Mastery Monday on the Self Mastery Podcast. This is episode number 16, Relationships. So as I work with men and women and their spouses, I find that one of the biggest issues that comes up is how pornography use affects their relationships. One of the things that I often see and one thing that happened in my own relationship was that my wife thought that for her to be happy, she needed to control me and my pornography use. And if you haven't read that story, go back to my blog and check out the one titled, My Wife Used Sex as a Way to Try and Control Me, and I Wanted Her to. I'll actually put a link down in the show notes for you. So lots of wives and husbands do this to varying degrees, especially when their spouse isn't behaving in the way they want them to. This is the rules part of our relationships. We all have these expectations of how our relationship should be. And as I learned and and grew from a pornography user and now as a coach, something that each of us has to learn is that our relationships are just one thing. Our relationships are our thoughts about another person. If you have ever had a boss you can't stand, but someone else loves them, you know what I'm talking about, even if you never thought about it that way. Another good example of this is our ward bishops. They can be figures that are beloved by almost everyone, but there are some that just we just don't get along with. And we also have ideas about who they should be and how they should behave. As an example of how we think people ought to behave, when I was a young man, I attended a youth conference where there happened to be a TV on in the lobby showing some Saturday Night Live reruns. In my house where I lived, we were never allowed to watch SNL because my parents had opinions about it. And But but there in that lobby, I saw a member of our stake presidency, Julian Brelat, watching and laughing at Saturday Night Live. Now, being the know-it-all teenager that I was, I said something about how I was surprised he was watching it, and he responded that he loved SNL and thought it was very funny. Incidentally, a number of years later, this same good man was the temple sealer who married my wife and I. So my thoughts about what a member of the stake presidency should and shouldn't watch were a manual of sorts for this man. But at that moment, I learned that I didn't have to believe everything I thought about how others should behave. I could just let people behave without judging them or having them fulfill some arbitrary set of rules that I thought they should. Our relationships with others depend solely on our thoughts about that person. What I thought about President Brelat watching SNL could have been that he was a bad person and that I would never value anything he ever said again as a spiritual leader. Or, as was the case, I didn't take his behavior to mean anything other than he was a man doing the best he could. And when it came time for him to officiate at our wedding, I was happy to have a man who had been a part of my life for many, many years be there to marry us, right? When it comes to our spouses, the same lesson can, and I'll say probably should be applied for the sake of everyone's happiness, specifically when it comes to pornography use. Oftentimes I find that spouses feel it's their duty to hold their loved one to a certain standard. And when that standard hasn't been met, they are to punish, cajole, withhold affection from, and judge the other party. So in my relationship with Darcy, 
I know that my relationship with her depends on my thoughts about her. My thoughts about her depend on my expectations of her and how well she meets those expectations. I also can't have, quote-unquote, love for her, but that I have loving thoughts about her. Because we know our emotions and feelings are generated by our thoughts. So when I think about her lovingly, I feel love. I also know that I can't be mad at her. I only have thoughts that create the feeling of being mad. I make me mad. Just like when I used pornography, she, her thoughts, were what made her mad. I never hurt her feelings. She simply had thoughts that hurt. Let me give you an example because I know there's, you know, some of you out there are going to be like, oh, that's not right. You know, when my husband uses pornography, he's hurting me. So let me just give you an example. The other day she came to me and said, I'd like to have these desks for the new office because if we have these desks, then the kids' school stuff will go in them and be out of the bins that they're in now and they won't be all over the house. Now, I disagreed. Because my thought is, if their stuff is in bins or in desk drawers, it doesn't really matter. They're probably still going to lose their school books because they don't put them away regardless of where they go. So she got upset, and in her own words to a friend, she was on the phone with a friend when I heard her say this, she said she was having a temper tantrum. Once you truly understand that it is not what others do that hurts you or makes you feel loved by them or love for them, your relationship will never be the same. And by the way, it's going to be so much more amazing. As adults, we get to do whatever we want. Trying to control others is impossible. My grandpa, there's a story in my family about when my grandpa found this out the hard way, when my grandma Spafford wanted new carpet and he told her no. Now, her reaction may have had a little to do with the fact that the next week he came home with a brand new car without so much as a consultative glance in my grandma's direction. But either way, you may have guessed that there was brand new carpet in that house by the end of the following week. Adults don't like to be controlled. Also, you're an adult. So what does that mean? You get to do whatever you want. You also don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Some of you out there might be saying, my husband can't do whatever he wants. My wife has to consult me before she does this or that. She can't do whatever she wants. Not true. As you saw in the example of my grandparents, adult people get to behave however they choose to. That doesn't mean there aren't consequences to deal with, and it doesn't mean that we all will behave selfishly, no more than it means that legalization of marijuana means that everybody will smoke it. It does mean that you're a human with agency. It also means that you're not responsible for how someone feels if you don't do something. My wife wanted me to go to Ikea and get the desks. I chose not to, and not to worry about how she was reacting. And if she really wanted them, she could have chosen to go get them and put them up. Now, sometimes we want to do things because someone else wants us to. That is different from feeling like you have to do something, you must do something, because your spouse will be upset, or you'll get in trouble. Adults can lie. Adults can cheat. They can steal. They can look at pornography or any number of other things that they want to do. And you, you can whine and complain and be passive aggressive and give them ultimatums or the cold shoulder or even yell and scream and threaten them with divorce. Or you can let go of the idea that you can or even let go of the idea that you want to control your spouse 
and you can realize what a waste of time and energy it is. I can guarantee you, you'll be happier with letting go. Then, you'll be happier with you. And speaking of you, your relationship with you is 100% your thoughts. So let's talk about three key truths you need to understand about you and your relationship with you. And by the way, these also apply to other people around you, right? Number one is you are 100% lovable. Number two is if you don't love yourself, it's a reflection of your choice not to love yourself, not your lovability. You are the object of your own love, but how you feel about your lovability will depend on your willingness and capacity to love yourself unconditionally. And number three, how you treat yourself reflects your thoughts about yourself. And that all applies to everyone else, not just you. A researcher and a friend of ours named Larry Bradley asks all his clients to go out and ask people this really interesting question. What does it mean to be lovable? When Darcy and I did this, we found that everyone had a different answer that spoke to their individual needs, wants, and lives. In the end, however, your lovability is a static, immovable reality. You cannot increase your lovability, and you cannot decrease it. Mostly, we just have thoughts about what we choose to do that impact how we feel about our own lovability. But think about it. Having an amazing relationship with yourself is just choosing to think you are amazing. Think you're amazing, and you are. Easy, right? So why is it so hard for so many of us? Because we have expectations about what we do and who we are, and we judge ourselves for not meeting those expectations by looking backward for anything that we might have done wrong. Ever tell someone they did something great and the first words out of their mouth were, yeah, but, followed by a withering critique that no one else saw or cared about? This is a habit that can be hard to break, but well worth the effort. You are amazing. We are all amazing. Also, you had nothing to do with how amazing you are. As creations of our Heavenly Father, we came to this world amazing. Just take a step back and recognize your amazingness and say thank you. Even and especially if you are stuck in a habit you don't like or you want to remove from your life, like pornography use. You're a thousand percent more likely to move past it when you know you are amazing. Try having that relationship with yourself for a couple of months and see how it feels. I guarantee you'll enjoy it more than beating yourself up, and you'll be a better person for it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been a great Mastery Monday. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, I get requests from people who are looking to change something in their life. If that is you, if you need help overcoming your addictive behavior like pornography use, sign up for a free mini session at zackspafford.com slash work with me. That's zackspafford.com slash work with me. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow. Also, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast. It'll go a long way to helping others find us. Thanks again.